Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast. I am your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And man, we got a great episode, but we are recording late, so we got to make it a good one, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unplanned circumstances came up. Yeah, we'll get into that, you know, towards the end of the episode. We'll we'll go into detail. We do apologize, but we promise that uh, this episode is definitely worth the wait. (laughs) I hope so. I think so. I, I think we got some good <laughs> topics, and I and I think the updates are going to be really good. Orale, orale. <laughs> With that, Manny, let's uh, jam through these, because we do got some pretty big news coming. Yeah. So, you wanted to talk about water. Oh, yes. So, this is the H2OI 2020 event. So, like a water park event? No, this is a no-holds-bar city takeover event in Ocean City, Maryland. So, it has nothing to do with the water. I mean, it's surrounded by water. This city is kind of like a little branch off the mainland, and it's literally surrounded by water. It's like a little island. Is that it? No. They actually, thousands and thousands of cars go and bombard this city and have independent car meets all throughout the city. But where does the water take place? That's just what it's called, Manny. (laughs) Keep up. Come on. (laughs) Hey, you said HTO, so. That's what it's called. But I see nothing in water in the what you're talking about. That's just what it's called, Manny. But uh, so, clout. <laughs> what, Clouds. Clout. What I've discovered is that this event, the new clout for this event is getting your car impounded. What? <laughs> yes. Why the fuck would you want to do that? I Honestly, I don't know, but... When you look up the hashtag and everything, I've been looking up and seen a ton of posts of people, like, even posting on there, like, I wish I was getting my car towed at H2O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. But, so apparently every year they do this. It's always, like, usually around the last week of September. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to find as much history on it as I could, and apparently it used to be, like, an official sanctioned event. It grew, got out of hand, you know, people did dumb stuff, they stopped doing it, but the crowds regardless showed up every year. So they threw it under the water. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to drown it. Nice. So unsanctioned, they do it every year still, and they just take over the city, and they literally have, like, their own events. (laughs) So, like, I went through, you know, I kind of did a little deep dive into this, and... They even met, set up their own like Facebook events. Yeah. So they had like an E thirty sit or an E thirty event where they literally said, "Hey, this day, this time at this section, we're taking over this whole parking lot. All the E thirty six guys park over here." They did a whole VIP section. They did like just everything that you can think of. They organized it all throughout the city. VIP. VIP cars like lowered the luxury curtains in the windows and whatnot. Oh, okay. Usually, like, the big-body Japanese sedans. Okay. But, yeah, they take over the entire city. Last year, the mayor that got elected, one of his campaign points was that he was not going to allow this this year. (laughs) Okay. So their response was heavy. They actually towed... Within the first, before the event even started, mind you, Mm -hmm. the event was the 25th, 26th. Okay. Technically. But people were showing up, uh, you know, a week ahead of time or so. They were, 
you know, getting into hotels and everything and starting off events already. Yeah. They had already towed 75 vehicles and oh, impounded. I was expecting a bigger number, actually. Well, this is before the event started. Oh, okay. This was not during the weekend. This was just like Thursday. <laughs> pre-game, basically. <laughs> this was pre-game. Okay. And over 300 citations. Ooh, okay. There's a big number. Yeah. No, that's literally they're popping every single car they see, speeding or not. Tickets or that for lo- camber, tickets for stretch tires, tickets for too low. Like if it just for, looks modified in general. Yep, exactly. Any basically any kind of deterrence towards the modified cars out there. Now, I'm not saying that it's justified, because obviously that's a pretty hard reaction. But in my digging, you do kind of see them literally doing takeovers, shutting down the streets and doing donuts in broad daylight. Yeah, sounds, sounds like <laughs> California, honestly. And Ocean City looks like a pretty ritzy city, man. Like mm. it's literally like a long. It's very long and thin, and it's literally like an island. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining that people who do live there probably are pretty well off. Yeah. So you go to a well-off city and you cause a bunch of trouble and a bunch of traffic and obnoxious cars. Yeah, I'm sure there's a huge crackdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it is nuts. I, Priorities, first, man. Protect the wealth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've actually never heard of the event until this year. So that's why I kind of started looking into it, and I was like, man, Well, they do say is... ev- evolution came from the water. Yep, pretty much. So I am started thinking, like, okay, this is kind of almost like consequence of not giving enthusiasts something you know what i mean mm-hmm. you this they got to the point out there where they had a big event the event went away but they didn't yeah so would it have been smarter for them to maybe cut a deal and move the event elsewhere with the organizers with the organizers exactly you know who they should have used as their negotiator who's that that son of that yeah, i think it was the senator one that would try to get for <laughs> sanctioned no. street racing. Yes, yes. That would have been great. <laughs> what, was it a senator or was it a governor? Uh, I think it was a mayor or something. Mm, okay. Might have been a governor. Just some politician. Been, yeah, yeah. It was somebody that actually had like some kind of power. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was fucking nuts, dude. So it was kind of funny. You were seeing a lot of videos of literally just cars getting impounded and towed, Evos, Vipers. And on purpose, you said. Not on purpose, but people were kind of using them as like bragging things. Like, uh, yeah, I was there. I got towed. Like, that was their clout chase. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Which I found fascinating. I'd be personally, I'd be pissed as fuck because people were getting, I'm sure a lot of them were from out of state, but people were getting full refs. They were getting ticketed for every mod they had. Hmm, sounds like California with the exhaust law. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But, you know, I don't think we've ever gotten to that point where we've been targeted like this. Well, I've seen a lot of examples where even stock VA cars were impounded in stay rift in California. Yikes. Yeah. But they did kind of calm down with that. Uh, with that exhaust law, though. Well, it got repealed. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it kind of got rolled back a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, like, when we have events, you don't really see a police response like this. No, yeah. that This was excessive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they actually beat the time for a pizza delivery. 
probably. <laughs> no, it got to the point where they just set up even a random like uh, checkpoints. Yeah. And any modified car, they diverted onto the road back to the mainland, like out of the city. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Is there safe points at the checkpoints? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was crazy. And you say they do this like once a year, like at the end of September? Usually around the end of September, yes. That's interesting. So look up the hashtag or the accounts, H2OI 2020 mm-hmm. or H2O 2020. Usually those are some of the hashtags and... You'll see some kind of the some of the crazy stuff that was going on there, man. Like everything from just takeovers in the middle of the day. You just saw random rev like these guys were at a hotel. So I don't know if the whole hotel was like just attendees, but this guy was literally two stepping, which what you know, in broad daylight, and you just see the you know, the fireballs and all the popping and Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, hashtag H2I um if anything i'm not seeing any any posts that have to do with like street tokers and just more like just modeling opportunities and photo shoots well it's instagram that's kind of the that is true yeah the model the car model thing. yeah <laughs> that's pretty much all i see at the moment i have i found a couple of them where one of them was literally a page dedicated to cars that got impounded from h2o really yeah <laughs> Maybe I'll take a good like screen grab and use that for part of the episode post. Okay. But yeah, I I just thought that was kind of crazy. And who knows? I mean, maybe that's kind of like some kind of foreshadowing about not giving car guys an outlet somewhere, you know? Yeah. Thankfully, we're in California. We kind of have a lot of different outlets, a lot of big shows, you know? Mm-hmm. But if as it starts dwindling away, man, takeovers might get a little bit more crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I found a post of like some dude's car is impounded and he's just following it with the camera and taking pics of it. <laughs> it's the clout chase, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I found a couple people who were talking about that, you know, they got impounded twice that weekend. Twice? Twice. They kept they kept going back out. I don't know if they thought maybe they wouldn't happen again. I don't know, but I'm surprised they didn't get, just give them like a 30-day impound. Don't know. I will if you think about it, if they're planning to impound all of the anybody that shows up, it's probably more revenue just to impound them, kick them loose, and impound another one. True. And just revolving door, basically park them for a couple hours, take their money, go go nab another one. True, true. Tow trucks making bank. Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, if it gets like that out here, I'm buying a tow truck. <laughs> Tomater. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's move on to the next one, Manny. So the biggest fiasco that the car community is seeing at the moment, the new bill for electric cars in California. Yes. And not for electric cars, just I know, zero admission. It, it's it the whole the whole situation is just going everybody past everybody's head, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of how everything does. It's everything's headlines now. Yeah. If you read the headline, you know the story. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he and it's not like a ban. It's kind of like a a goal. Mm-hmm. That's the goal they set. That's what they're trying to do. Obviously, if uh, manufacturing and technology doesn't catch up to meet it, or infrastructure doesn't catch up to meet that, then it won't happen. Yeah. But. 
that's where you set the goal. Kind of like how uh, the Green New Deal was uh, written. Mm-hmm. It wasn't written that this is what's going to happen and what's going to be banned. It was a set of goals that new laws would be written with that goal in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't an actual bill of law, just people don't read. <laughs> yeah. So for the most part, uh, for everybody that did not know, uh, California Governor Newsom uh, passed a bill saying that by 2035 year, the sale of brand new, and I quote, brand new, uh, what was it, combustion cars will be no longer allowed in California. Yes. So Just the sale of brand new cars. Yes, we will still be able to buy used cars. Um, and it's just zero admissions that they want. So we don't know whether it's going to, more than likely electric, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows, maybe some kind of breakthrough in their hydrogen cells would go through. That is true. I personally, you know, hydrogen is a little scary because that shit goes kaboom really, yeah, really aggressively. <laughs> but what's nice about hydrogen cells is that you can actually take a cell out and put a new one in. Mm-hmm. So you can essentially have that quote-unquote refilling or, you know, electric recharging time, you know what yeah. I mean? Way faster, so more long-distance trips are capable. I remember my buddy told me that every time he finds, what, what is that car that Toyota has that's run on hydrogen? I don't know. Well, there's a car. Yeah. That's, that's I run know on they hydrogen. have one. I think Nissan has a little one. Well, specific Toyota right now, because my buddy would always say that every time he finds one on the highway or the freeway or on the road, just on the road in just general, he will try to punk that driver just to like piss him off and make them take off just so he can see the hydrogen burning out of the exhaust from the back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean the water? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what's the emission, quote unquote, from yeah. it. it just makes water. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he just loves seeing that, so he just likes to do it on purpose. That's funny. <laughs> like an octopus, he made an ink. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yes, that is the build. It has that set goal. Obviously, what us as car enthusiasts are very mixed about it. I don't, how do you feel about it? Like, uh, I mean, the only thing that worries me and like what could possibly happen. Do you think they might raise registration fees and taxes for combustion cars? That's when a it, good point. When it comes to that year, uh, if Newsom still holds power to that bill and no one's repealed it by then yet. So if, well, that's the thing, though. You got to remember, too, again, it's not like a solid bill. No, that's it's what I'm a saying. Goal. If. That's yeah, why I said yeah. if. It's a goal. So if the goal, let's say, is met, right, um, I think it would still have to do with proportions. Mm-hmm. So just like when a hybrids first kind of came out, it's yeah. probably going to be some kind of like tax benefit credit for going new with your electric, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, we probably will see some increases in registration. Yeah. But at the same time, if you look at what we've paid in registration over the years, that kind of happens anyways. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I think we're going to have that increase. But, I mean, I'm a little bit conflicted on it because obviously I love my internal combustion engines, you know? Yeah. At the same time, I do recognize the issue, and I do recognize that it's kind of the future is the way it's supposed to go, you know? My hope is that with all of the... Because, you know, the aftermarket is heavily driven from OEM. A lot of times OEM comes out with a technology, 
it trickles down to aftermarket. Yes. So with all the money that's about to get spent on developing batteries, developing motors, and getting them more efficient, getting them more powerful, and everything like that, I'm hoping that their aftermarket for maybe like retrofitting for basically so we can still have a fun time in yes. cars. If it means that later on, you know, we, we're old enough to where we can kind of still enjoy it. it. Maybe it's the next generation or two that won't really have the same opportunity to enjoy. No, they're too much of hipsters. Well, they, it doesn't look like they might not have the opportunity to enjoy actual like gasoline-powered cars and diesel cars. You know what I mean? I know. Just like my little sister. She hates my El Camino. <laughs> Why? Because she's like one of those nerds that is all about Tesla cars and electric cars. I mean, she'll spank most of us in one of those, but... Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's why it's very conflicting. Like, I love the sound. I love the smell. <laughs> yes. I I love that, you know, sometimes a big rumbly V8 ain't moving for shit, but it's blowing my ears out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, electric cars are more powerful. They are faster. If all the OEM companies are actually going to start pouring their money in development and research and engineering, you know, we might have some good aftermarket and actually have some fun cars coming out, not just economy cars. Because, you know, the Tesla, like the Model 3 and all that stuff, they're fast, but aesthetically, they're kind of a boring car. They are. (laughs) You know what I mean? So with more variety, more competition, more investment into the technology and research... I'm hoping we get something nice out of it. Let's just hope Mopar does something about that Jeep Wrangler. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, interesting article, or interesting post, actually, I should say, mm-hmm. that I found was from uh, EV West. Are you familiar with them? No. So they're a company out of here, out here in California. Okay. And their specialty is swapping electric motors into old German cars or old European cars. They do a lot of like old Porsches and Beetles and stuff like that. Interesting. Or Bugs. And uh, that's kind of... They're they're retrofitting kits. But do they actually have like a fair market? Like people actually interested in them or... Yeah, they've been doing it for a couple years already. Okay. So they actually sell full like conversion kits. So they have, you know, obviously for their market, their specific old old, uh, European cars. But they did a post today that got shared in one of my Mustang groups, mm-hmm. and it was it was actually kind of funny to read through. But <laughs> they did a post of a motor and a transfer case that will connect directly to big V eight drive shafts. Really? So you can keep your rear wheel drive drive shaft differential traditional setup motor in the front, electric motor. Hmm. So basically, they're starting to get into retrofitting hot rod kits. Hey. And that makes me curious. Like, that looks like something I would be willing to do again if the technology is there to support it. Mm-hmm. So let's say they set it up so you can actually get some kind of gauge work out of it. Obviously, the steering, I could probably just go manual rack, right? Yeah. And load the load it up with ba- batteries till I'm at fifty fifty weight distribution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and have a super torquey electric little hot rod. Little, I'll throw a fucking fox body with it. Hey. Get everybody mad. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the comments on my Mustang group page was very, very bad, but <laughs> I think that's already shining a light at the potential we might have. Not bad, not bad. So, yes, this bill is in effect, and, you know, we talk about electric in our headlines every other week. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And <laughs> this is why, you know what I mean? I mean, it just shows that innovation is there, honestly. Yeah, well, it's there. We, you know, it's not like we're the only ones doing this and mm-hmm. we're pushing. There's 15 other countries that are ahead of us and already committed to this. Yes. So... On top of that, we're we us in California, we're like eleven percent of the market mm-hmm. for the United States. We're huge drivers for the companies, and even before this, we already had Ford committing to like ten new electric models. Yeah, we got GM committing to a bunch of electric models, collaborating with Honda. They're bringing out other electric models besides the collaboration. Yeah. like it's happening. You know, what I mean, we can fight it all we want, or we can. Maybe hope and support some of the other aftermarket that might develop something to keep enthusiasts in. Yes. So we'll see what it what happens, but uh, yeah, this is landmark stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep an eye out. Maybe uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on EV West for sure, and see about their retrofitting kits. Cause if I gotta be an electric, I'd rather be in a fucking nice old school car than. Something as boring as a Tesla. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, Manny, let's move to the next one. All righty, guys. So we are at the end of summer 2020 and in the process of transferring over to fall 2020 anime season. Uh, with that, we have quite a good amount of animes already coming out this week. Or not, actually, no, next week, actually. No, this week. And it's got me very excited because this weekend is my birthday. And almost all the animes I'm super excited are coming out this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, so top upcoming anime. This is all from uh, my anime list on their official website for anybody that's interested in checking out um, if any good animes that they're going to be interested in. Uh, number one, of course, would be Shingeki no Kyojin, also known as Attack on Titan. Uh, the final season, basically. And then we got one of my personal favorites, Don Machi. Is it wrong to pick up girls in dungeons? Yep. Uh, which is coming out actually this actually this Friday. Oh, okay. This Friday, October 2nd, for anybody that's interested in checking out season three premiere. Um, Haikyuu, part two of fourth season. Actually, yeah. No. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so part two of the fourth season. So I'm very excited for that one. I'm not a big fan of usually when it comes to sport animes. Uh, but this one has been a high interest for me ever since I started watching it uh, after a friend like introduced it to me and everything. Uh, another anime that I remember that I did not like, or not because I didn't like it, because, again, sports anime genre just never caught my yeah. interest, was uh, Kuroko no Basket, which is like the basketball anime. I don't know if you ever got the chance to see it. Uh, no, no, I'm not a big fan of sports animes either. Yeah, I mean, it's like a hit or miss, honestly, at this point for me, no. Just, just only those two, though. Uh, for everybody who's also interested, is on The Irregular at Magic High School, second season, finally. After I was going to y- say, that's an old one. <laughs> yeah. After years of everybody waiting for a second season because of how much it left off as like a cliffhanger for everybody that was so interested into that anime. 
Yeah, I didn't even know they were making a second one. Yeah, I, I just re- counted it as one of those dead ones that it deserved was, it, but it was dead because it. they kept prolonging the possibility of a second season and everything. I actually had my cousin hand draw a portrait of the anime with the characters, and I took it actually to Anime Expo. I'm trying to remember what year it was. I think it could be fourteen, possibly fifteen. One of those two years. Uh, to actually get the top producer for that anime to sign it in uh, one of those like meet and greet autograph sessions at Anime Expo. Okay. Uh, never got the chance because they kept selling priority tickets. So all the people that didn't get priority tickets and just got basic tickets never even got a chance. Oof. And by that, I was actually first in line on gen- in general tickets. <laughs> so I got no chance whatsoever. That's what sucked about Anime Expo back in the day. Like they just kept giving priority tickets at one point in the year, one of their years, and it just screwed over every everybody that like waiting in line like at five a.m., six a.m. to get autograph tickets for their person of interest later in the day. Yeah, uh, I think uh, let's see, it was a premiere. I think it was when they had actually had all the all the English voice actors for Sailor Moon all together. And anybody who ever, everybody that went to the panel, they were in, they were actually given priority tickets. By the, so with that, they only have like a certain amount of time that those voice actors can be there to do autograph sessions. Yeah, they, they did it in the, in the room. So they had another panel right after. No, they did it like later in the day in the actual autograph section. And they didn't even finish all the tickets by the end of their hour that they're supposed to be there. And what did they do? They actually stayed and signed and stole everybody while all the other people that wanted to get their autographs by with uh, general tickets, they couldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, over the years, I've seen Anime Expo like not like work on their autograph session. Honestly, improve it. They just kept making it worse. But who cares? Yeah. But yeah, so definitely that's a big anime that I'm really going to be interested in watching uh, for second season because, again, it's been prolonged, honestly. Uh, if everybody's also interested, uh, let's see, Noblesse. I have it's a webtoon, and I think like more like the gothic scene, like vampires and all that stuff. So we'll have to see who's. Uh, pretty, I have like quite a few friends that have talked about it, so they're gonna be interested in in that as well. Cool. Anybody else that is interested, let's see. Um, I mean, are there any animes that you're excited for? Well, now that you said the uh, irreg. The Irregular? The Irregular at Magic High School. Yeah. I didn't even know they were making a second season for that it's one. It's been announced and confirmed a while back, but they just haven't been saying anything. I think it was supposed to come out earlier this year, but it got delayed. Yeah. That one in Daimachi. Yes. So I'm, I'm super excited for Daimachi and everything. I know they're coming out with the, I think it was the third anniversary campaign for the mobile app game right now. Okay. So I'm... Right now, I'm just spending money on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get my 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 favorite Ryu. Oh man! <laughs> so you spend money on the free games? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Anybody else that isn't interested? Um, this isn't fall anime anymore, but this is just updates. Rent a girlfriend was confirmed for second season. Uh, Hangout with Uziki Chan has also been confirmed for second season. We did get a an official. Announcement for Slime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how to say the name, honestly. Um, I don't know if you remember. I got reincarnated as Slime. Was yeah, it? something like that. Yep. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to count 
for the 5th of January, actually, I think. Oh, sweet. I'm actually excited for that one. I yeah, so it. it will premiere, second season will premiere January 5th. Nice. And this is, like, again, this is all located on my anime list's website. So if you need to want to check out information, upcoming stuff, and everything. Uh, we did also get a confirmation for third season of No Non Biori. A uh, little bit like more of like a kitty, just like splice of life. I wouldn't say splice of life, but it's just like daily activities of like small school girls like living in the countryside of Japan and just showing like how they live on the countryside, how it's compared to the city life, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. With their whole school system and everything. Because it shows like one's like seventh grade, one's fifth grade, one's kindergarten, and they're all in the same classroom taught by one teacher at the same time. So it's just, I guess like it may it could be like a little glimpse of like how the actual education system works in the countryside for Japan maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So with that, also we do have to say a fairly good well good goodbye. Now that Food Wars the f- final season is over. <laughs> so it was a very good run. Honestly, I read the anime. I went. I caught up to. I mean. Not the red the anime. Yeah, you rewatched. Yeah, yeah, you rewatched just to get the new season, right? Not up to the new season, but what I was trying to originally say is that I actually read the manga up to the point where the fifth season ends. Got it. So, honestly, it's it's a very a lot of people are going to be really sad now that the anime is going to be done and everything, but it was well off, honestly. Nice, definitely. And another good anime we can say a well uh, farewell to would be My Teen Romantic Comedy. You've mentioned that one several times. Several times, and I was in the middle of fucking rewatching the previous seasons, and I look on Facebook, and the ending was spoiled for me. <laughs> I was fucking livid. Uh, it was expected. I wanted it to happen. I just didn't want it to be spoiled for me. Still. <laughs> So, a uh, very well farewell to those two animes, honestly, and to the series. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll come out with movies. They always try to milk this shit and everything yep. when it comes to stuff like this. Maybe we'll get OVA specials. Who knows? But I, I guarantee it's going to happen regardless. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for my announcements. Oh, other uh, top upcoming update uh, animes. That have no release date at the moment would be Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time. So the Evangelion movies and everything. Yeah. Which, honestly, I think they've been doing a phenomenal job ever since they started doing that, especially. And I know it's been it's been very hectic, people trying to wait for the fourth installment for the movie to come out. So people are just excited now that we get some updates on this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, fifth season for My Hero Academia. And then we also got season three. Wait, what? Season three already announced for Shield Hero. Oh, nice. It's like second season hasn't come out yet, and they already announced upcoming anime for season three on that. Oh, shit. Cool. That's actually another one I enjoyed, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I can't wait for second season as well. Yeah. Uh, any other? Uh, another one would be Made in the Abyss 2. I have not seen the show I've had very good uh, people to talk about it and everything. So I still need to actually start it. So I have, like I said, I've heard good things about this. Ooh, another good anime that's actually coming out this week. Same day, Friday, October 2nd, Burn the Witch. 
Okay, this is a new series, you said? This is a brand new series from Tito Kubo, the creator of Bleach. All right. So I am very excited for this. I mean, Tito Kubo, I, if I'm correct, that's his name, <laughs> if I pronounce it right, because sometimes pronunciation can always be can be bad, honestly. Close enough. Yeah. So this is definitely going to be a very interesting anime where it talks about like dragons and mythical world in like the city of like a, something that looks like London, I would say. And only a certain amount of people can see the like the dragons and stuff and fight them off or protect the city. It it honestly reminds me of Harry Potter, like the hidden world. All right, with well, the wizards and everything. I mean, even Bleach was kind of like that, right? Because not everybody was able to see the spirits and stuff. True, actually, yes, right, true, true. I did, I I completely forgot about that one actually. Um, Bleach was good though, honestly. Sad to say that the anime finally ended, and it kind of in the anime with the final arc was rushed at the very end. Sometimes that I mean, happens. not the anime, the manga. Oh, okay. Yeah, God damn it! I keep mixing up my <laughs> my anime and manga parts and everything. So, uh, it was very rushed at the end for that uh, manga. So now that they've confirmed supposedly that the next season for Bleach to come out is actually going to be the last arc in the manga because where the manga where the anime left off is actually where the beginning of the last arc started in the manga so we're gonna see all at war again and everything so definitely excited on that part as well yep uh, tite kubo then yeah uh, i kind of thought it was tito not tite <laughs> so i got that wrong but i don't care like i said close enough <laughs> so yeah i'm actually kind of excited for that one to see how it's going to play out and everything um, and I think that's pretty much it for my updates, honestly. Awesome. Well, we have uh, Comic-Con next, right? Oh, yes. Comic-Con. Oh, actually, no. There is one update that I completely forgot. And it's a very cool anime that you enjoyed so much when I first showed it to you. Lay Zombieland it Saga. Nice. <laughs> Zombieland Saga Revenge, the second season. So that's a top upcoming anime as well with no release date yet. But oh my god, yes. Yep. And I think that anime actually was nominated for anime of the year. Was it really? Yes, for 2019, I believe. Okay. I didn't think it got that big. Oh yeah, dude. Honestly. And I actually voted for it when they did when they did the whole election process for the voting and everything. Yeah. I actually voted for that one too. I don't think it won, but I think it deserved it still. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the updates. Sweet. Okay, now Comic-Con. Wait, wait, wait. I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so LA Comic-Con. It just, a lot of people are, so. Uh, yes, LA Comic-Con. Come on, sort it out, Manny, sort it out. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's kind of disappointing, actually. I mean, how do, how do you feel about the situation? Well... It's kind of tricky because at one point getting back to normalcy sounds fucking great. <laughs> normal normal daily lives back after COVID situation. Yes, yes, it sounds fucking great, but at the same time, we've been so fucking terrible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've kind of it's honestly been you know technically like a half-assed effort. Yes, and if we just try to go back to normalcy too fast. Watch us end up spiking and having to do another fucking shutdown or something again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, as a, you know, thinking about the country and the state and everybody here as a whole, probably a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Me personally, go out and spread it, bro. 
Because I can work from home longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so for everybody that did not know, uh, Los Angeles Comic Con announced that they will be uh, showing or actually doing their still in-person convention at the LA Convention Center. Uh, with regard that they are saying that they're gonna, their top priority is safety and the health of the people. It is still going to be a virtual event, but with a, what do we say? 12,000? 4,500 tickets, but a 12,000 daily limit, if I'm correct, ticket sales. I believe so. Yes. So, uh, of course, they're going to, they talked about practicing social distancing guidelines and everything. Masks. Uh, Masks will be required, but I would not trust it. Weebs and nerds are dirty, honestly. (laughs) There's a reason why most of us say that, uh, Hygiene companies like deodorants should sponsor these events. You know, before I ever went to a con, I always thought it was just like a stereotypical thing that people just use to kind of like bag on nerds and stuff like that. But no, man, that shit's true. (laughs) Oh, it's very true. I sat sat in a concert next to the dude that hadn't looked like... B.O. all day. It it just smelled like he... It was forever since he took a shower. Yeah, no, it's, it's... pretty nasty yeah and so again i i would not trust it honestly now the whole the whole let's talk about the venue though is it still gonna be the um la convention center la convention center so max occupancy that they're planning to have inside of there is if from what i saw on the articles it looked like twelve thousand per day so twelve thousand per day on what normally hosts what ninety? More than that. More than that, right? Yes. Like a hundred, hundred and forty? Yes. So if it's only twelve thousand out of, you know, that many people, so it's twelve thousand attendees plus you figure vendors, um, booths, artist alley, if they do artist alley or whatever they might have, you know what I mean? Of staff wise, right? I've never been to a Comic Con, so I don't know how there's just any Comic Con in general, so I don't know how their setup is, honestly. It's usually pretty similar to like anime conventions. Okay. They'll they'll have their own little artist section and their own like autograph section and just general merchandise areas, you know? Yeah. So you figured um twelve thousand plus whatever vendors and exhibitors and whatnot show mm-hmm. up. That's actually not, you know, like a crazy amount, you know? No, yeah. There's plenty of room if given that they're using the whole venue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they're saying, well, we're only going to have 12000 so we're going to cut the venue size that you're able to use down by X amount and you just start stuffing everybody closer together, that might be stupid. But yeah. <laughs> if they're using the same amount of room they would for only 12000 it doesn't sound bad. It sounds like people really could keep their distance and have a good time. Yeah. Now, the whole controversy behind this is that people are speculating that they're only out to get money because of like lost no shit <laughs> yeah and no no concern for the public safety of the people and everything yeah um and with that uh it's been reported actually if you if anybody's interested they can just look it up uh la comic-con any recent news and everything that's uh popped up uh, with these past few weeks actually um that no one was actually notified about this event when they announced it and by nobody i mean the administration for public health and safety <laughs> and it, if i'm looking at my article right now 
The Los Angeles Department of Convention and Tourism, the executive director, uh, said in the announcement that this came actually as a surprise and premature to the work, or how would you say it? Well, for, I'm sure a lot goes into planning and permits and everything. So, well, no, I'm saying pr- uh, premature to the the. I'm trying. Oh, God damn it! I'm having like a very the med- pandemic situation. Yes, I'm trying to. I'm having a big ass brain fart right now. Just basically trying to recover from the situation. Yeah, and just f- following the guidelines to f- like upgrade to the tier levels of the system that they've created in California of like purple, so like widespread and everything. So apparently uh, LA is still in purple tier. Yeah, they're still pretty bad over there. Yeah. So again, like this is premature from their ability to want to focus on bringing down the levels and uh, flattening the curve again for the COVID situation. And with this, uh, with this event, which is still considered illegal for like, um, why like large crowd events and everything. So the again, like most of these people in the government were not advised or consulted at all for uh, LA Con- Comic Con to want to host their convention. Still, well, maybe they're kind of going on the guides of uh, what are you going to do to stop me? <laughs> it <laughs> like, does look like it. Kind of, you kind of press it and see how far they're willing to actually respond to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They might create the guidelines. They might create this and that. It's like at this point... But are you going to enforce? You know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of looks like they're just playing a game of chicken at this point. Yeah, yeah. See exactly. who's going to turn first. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, again, that's going to happen at uh, LA Convention Center. Uh, did they ever say a date? I don't remember. I don't keep up with LA, uh, the Comic-Cons. I believe they said December. December, okay. So December this year. Okay. So, I could be wrong, but I mean, it still says LA Comic Con 2020. So yeah, yeah, I think it was December. Okay, so that's gonna be interesting, actually. So we'll have to see how that plays out, honestly. And if if the local or the state governors will uh, government will ever do anything about this either, and what the response is gonna be to this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like LA and like San Francisco would be. Probably the heavier, more responsive cities, though, you know? Yes. Versus, like, you do that shit out here in Riverside County or San Bernardino County or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More on the outskirts, it might not be as bad. Yeah. They can kind of get away with more stuff. True, true. Obviously, they're not hosting as big events, but they can probably get away with more. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye out on that, too, and uh, get any updates that we might see. Yes. Uh, again, they're still going to do their virtual convention and everything, plus the limited capacity and limited uh, ticket sales for an in-person event as well. I will never do a virtual event, Manny. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. Okay. I'll hold you to it. Okay. Cool. Hold me to it. <laughs> Here, have a beer. <laughs> Does that mean I can do virtual meetings for work? So when I'm sitting down and I'm in one of those, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm working. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hated online school, honestly. And I actually feel bad for like kids that have to do online school that never like... Did you ever have to do it? I did back in high school and I honestly, I hated it. The procrastination, the, the amount of distractions just everywhere, honestly. Your procrastinations. Yes. And your distractions. <laughs> yes. That's why I failed. <laughs> I legit failed my online classes back in high school. Oh, man. 
So the good thing, I retook them in person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I mean, yeah, that's true. I don't know if I was like a kid in school, if I could do that virtual stuff. Yeah. I'd probably get distracted too and want to go do something else. I do feel bad for my sister. She looked like she was having a mental breakdown and just like having all this anxiety and like trying to like do this whole situation with like the online learning and everything. Oh, that sucks. I know. So hopefully she can find a way to like just like adapt to it better than I did, honestly. I mean, looks like she might have to. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I adapted to working from home. I so overcame. Did I. So did I. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I adapted. Yeah. It looks like I might be on my final weeks, though. So it looks like they're bringing a contractor to do those pexiglass separators for the uh, for where we all sit. Mm, okay. And I'll just have to wear masks and pretty much move some of our normally in-office meetings back to the computer. So okay. the same shit I'm doing at home, just yeah. they want me over there. Yeah. Sucks. All righty. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but all right. What do we got next, Manny? Is that all we got? That's pretty much all we got. And so Story it comes time. down to, yeah, well, our IG recommendations. Oh, yes, that's right. So we have now run out of uh, topics or anime recommendations from the public that have submitted their suggestions for us. So we took our time again this week to ask the public and our, our listeners uh, what animes that are hidden gems, as long as they're at least max 24 episodes? Yes, because uh, we do try to watch these in between our other animes we're watching and yes. other things we got going on. So we can't, I'm sorry guys, we can't do two seasons or we can't do 40 episodes. I think there was one submitted that had like 60 episodes or something. There's only so many all-nighters I can do in a week. And I ain't doing them. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm the only one then. Nope, I'm not doing an all-nighter. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the situation. Again, uh, Hidden Gems, Obscure Animes, um, OVA series, movie series and animes. Shoot, send us some bad ones. Don't tell us it's bad, but send us some even some bad ones. <laughs> some weird ones. I could already call off one right off the bat, A Cell World. Fuck that anime. <laughs> I wasted so much time watching that shit, and I don't know why I still kept finishing it. Wasted time. Oh, man. Somebody's angry. I did, honestly. I am. I am. <laughs> All right. Well, so what we did is we chose out our top five that none of us have seen and meet the criteria of under 24 episodes. Yes. And so I think what we're going to do is every time we run out of five or so, we'll re-ask the questions just so... We don't just pile up a giant list of like 10 or 15 and then yes, we'll end up forgetting to ask for more. <laughs> mm -hmm, definitely. Because we want to keep the, the, fre the, li uh, the list going fresh, honestly. Yeah. So like next time, maybe we might start like actually targeting these per genre. Maybe like doing a horror one, doing a slice of life one or you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yes, yeah, so we did compile a little list and I guess we can go through the list of what we have lined up, right? Yeah. Uh, so our first on the list, uh, we will be doing a review for next week, actually, next week's episode, will be from a personal and a very stubborn request from a good friend of ours, <laughs> Mysterious Girlfriend X. Yes, so 
he's been uh, commenting that and then even asking us when we don't ask him for anything or ask anybody for anything for you to watch this one for a few months now. Yeah, for a few months. A few months now. Persistent. Very, very persistent. persistent. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that'll be definitely going um, on our next drop next week, right? Yes, definitely. So it'll be for next week. And we might actually bring him along since he's such a big fan of this anime. So he can bore us to death with it. I mean, we'll probably just talk crap on it and make him cry. (laughs) (laughs) That is also a possibility. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay, definitely. And for our next one on the list will be Kyoso Giga. The name was kind of weird to me, but uh, it looked interesting when we looked up the photos. So I'm kind of interested to see how it's going to play out and everything. Yep. And then the other one on the list would be Outlaw Stars. I think that was a really older one looking one, right? Yeah, I think that one looked kind of old. Yeah. After that, I'm having a hard time pronounce this one. Bryn Hilder. Would you think that's how you pronounce it? Sure. <laughs> You're not even going to try. Nope. Bryn Hilder in the Darkness. I've seen this anime being talked around and everything on social media quite a few times because it is a fairly recent anime still um if you consider recent still 2013 sure no i'm not considering like the 2000 era and everything yeah that's recent yeah but yeah so that one's gonna be on the next one on the list and then finally it'll be number six so no, no which what number six no what's the name of the anime though number six and it's number six yes or number five Three, two, one. <laughs> yes, that one was also. That one also didn't look too old, right? No, it didn't look too old, honestly. So we'll have to see how that goes and everything. And pretty interesting. So we'll have to see how those play out, honestly, when we get to our chance to review them. Yes, and as a reminder, we do the reviews every other week, mm-hmm. just to kind of give us a break. Yes, <laughs> a break from the weebs. Well, I mean, it's really not, but. Just a break from mandatory watching. Ah, yes, yes. Mandatory weeb watching. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our reviews, and uh, we're about to roll into, I guess, uh, updates, right? Well, I just wanted to give some honorable mentions to other suggestions that other people gave us and anything. Let's go for it. Uh, we also did have a Detroit Metal City. The uh, It was one of our responses for Kyosa Giga. He also mentioned that one, too. But we decided to like just choose one out of the two suggestions he made, so we chose Kyoso Giga. Got it. Uh, another one would be another person submitted three submissions actually. Uh, <laughs> Megalobox, Log Horizon, Beyond the Boundary. We have all seen them, so not really worth or not really or how not really worth honestly to do a review if you've already seen them and everything. Yeah, we well, want something fresh for us. Too. Well, we wanted something that uh, wasn't really super mainstream, too. Yeah, definitely. Although, a uh, big shout out for Megalobox because one of my favorites. Definitely, Fucking dude. Love that Soundtrack, one. animation, everything, dude. Story, everything. One. Yes. And Log Horizon, it's already going to come out with third season. So, yeah. I don't think I can watch three seasons in one week, honestly. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I've done 600 episodes of One Piece in a month. Oh my, why would you do that to yourself? Uh, why do you think I failed those online classes? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right, just move on, move on, get to the next one. <laughs> and Beyond the Boundary, I've seen that in there. I've seen that Really too. good anime, though. Yeah. I, I will have to say, really good anime. 
Another honorable mention would be, let's see. Uh, someone didn't mention at a manga, but like I'm not gonna take the time to like go through a, like manga websites just to read a manga. Honestly, yeah, I mean, I I literally released a sticker on it a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, a little peeker. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we also do have another suggestion was Ranma's half. Did yes, I, that's an older one too. I've seen older, it. You've seen it, but I haven't. So I'll probably take my time just to watch it on my own. But since you've already seen it, we'll, we'll, that is just a mention, honestly. Blackjack was also mentioned. I I don't think we found too much stuff on it, did we? I don't remember. We we looked at a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. And oh, I think I forgot one on the list, but mm. I don't know. It's amazing all the answers we got. We only have like two listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Only on Spotify or just in general? Just in general. Oh, just okay. in general, I swear. <laughs> uh, we also did have Yu Hakusho, but again, that's a mainstream Gundam series. It's also mainstream. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, not really what we're going to look for. A good friend of ours also said Aramanga Sensei and Trigun, but those are kind of mainstream. And one is already old, but we've both seen it because that's just nostalgia right there for oh, us. Oh, yeah, Trigun, dude. Yeah, Trigun. Uh, English voice actor for the main character would be Johnny Young Bosch, who was the Black Power Ranger back in the uh, for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day. Did not know that. Uh, after they recast it from the black guy that played the Black Power Ranger. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did meet him in person at Anime Expo. Got his autograph and autograph from his band members because he actually started his own band. Sick. And uh, if I'm correct, his band is also called is called Eyeshine. All and right. if you don't recognize his voice either, he is also the voice English voice actor for Ichigo from Bleach. Oh shit! Okay, yes. nice. And quite a few other animes too, well known and everything. Yeah. So he's he's out there. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, good honorable mention, like I said as well for that one, Trigun. Sweet. But yeah, that's pretty much it. All righty. Well. Let's get into why we are late releasing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we were late because our day that we usually record, I was just not available, honestly. Yes. Well, yes. So that was like kind of step one. Normally when we record, uh, um, Manny just wasn't available. So we waited till the next day. And then the next day happened. <laughs> yes. So... Let's start off with a question. Manny, have you ever sold a car where somebody uh locked themselves locked the keys into it? Uh no. All right. So I'm just going to run into the updates and we'll get to why we were late, but <laughs> Okay. So I put my Cobra up for sale. Mhm. And I got a lot of responses for it. Um scheduled You said you only got 3. No, dude, I had like 15, 20 messages, but I only showed a couple people before oh, it, okay. before it sold. Okay. Um, so I had a lot of responses for it. Started scheduling people to come out and take a look at it. Yeah. Uh, first guy came out with just a super hard low ball. <laughs> with high expectation, but for a low price on it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the car's she ugly. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit ugly. She, but um, Better looking than when you got it. Yeah, better looking than when I got it. Runs better. I fixed a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. But uh no, he wanted it basically for free and I was I had to turn him down. Mhm. Um so I the next day I had 
a ton of people scheduled to come. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I told them, hey, first come, first serve. I don't want to deal with, you know, logistically organizing them and then seeing if I have to, you know, call one and then go, hey, because I live in the sticks. Like, I live far from most people anyways. So planning that with people trying to show up, it's pain in the ass. Yeah. So we get one guy to show up, um, and we're looking at the car, inspecting it, and we go for a test drive. Mm -hmm. He drives it. I take him down to a certain road, and I tell him he can kind of pull on it there. He kind of rips on it a little bit. He's happy. We go back to my place, park, and he wants to inspect the car while it's running. Yeah. Normal. Obviously, you want to look at it, make sure you don't see anything leaking while it's under pressure and running and idling, you know? And, like, it's not giving off, like, a weird noise or anything. Yeah, yeah. Just general inspection. Yeah. So he looks at it. He's satisfied. He's like, all right, cool. And he goes back towards the car to open the door, and it's locked. Ooh. I go to the passenger side and it's locked. The so, car is running he, on a locked out. He locked he locked the door, I guess, before he closed. We closed the door, and he uh, even left his wallet in there. <laughs> Ooh. And I made a joke. I was like, "Well, at least you can't leave me like this." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But uh, he he was a cool guy. He was very he was, he was cool. He called AAA and put it on his account, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to get it unlocked. So, obviously, AAA isn't always the fastest, fastest. Yeah. So, we're bullshitting or whatever. And in the middle of us talking, um, a car shows up with two guys in it. They were my next people coming to look at the car. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're sta- we're standing there like fucking idiots with the car running. And be like, yeah, we're locked out, bro. Shit. <laughs> so, they take a quick look around the car and obviously... We're still waiting there for a while, you know? Yeah. The tow truck finally comes, unlocks the car, and uh, I take one of the guys out so he can test drive it. So we come back, and when we come back, I see his buddy was talking to the first guy that was there. Yeah. The first guy that was there was on a motorcycle. So he was uh, he was solo. And um, I, when we get there in park, I tell him, like, well, look, guy, like, he was here first. If you are interested in the car, um, you know, I am going to talk to him first since he was here first. And if we don't come to a deal, I can come talk to you if you're still interested. Uh-huh. And, you know, he kind of like, as we were on the test drive, he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to need to do this to it. And I kind of need to do that to it. And I think he was more of a restore and flip. Like, he was in it because it was an original Cobra with lower miles. Yeah. So I think he was planning to restore the whole thing back to pristine and probably flip it. So obviously, he's probably going to want it for the lowest price possible. So when I told him that, he's like, yeah, no, I'll wait. Just go ahead and talk to the other guy. So I go to the other guy, and I tell him, like, look, I told him that I was going to talk to you first because you were here first. Yeah. And he... Poor guy, uh, he, I guess he was uh, he was saying, like, oh, well, the other guys were pointing out this and that. And he's like, I'm not sure if he was telling me that, like, just to discourage me so they can buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, people trying to play, like, mind games or something, yeah. you know? And I just told him, like, I don't know what they could be planning. I have no idea, dude. But all I can tell you is that they're waiting for you. So they're still interested in buying the car. They're just waiting if we come to a deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's more that they're hoping you don't buy it so that they can 
put me in a better negotiation spot and go, hey, look, that guy just walked away from your car. It ain't worth this much. Let me pay you less. Yeah. So he kind of thought about it for not even not even too long, dude, just a couple seconds. He's like, well, you know what? Because I told him I'm negotiable on the price. Yeah. Obviously, when you post something up, you kind of have to post you know, a little bit higher than what you expect because you know everybody's there to negotiate. Yes. Everybody's there to negotiate, and you got to try to come to between your terms. Definitely. He makes me an offer, uh, a good offer, a really good offer, and I fucking take it, tell the other guys to go. Yep, nice. So car sold. It is still outside. <laughs> is it locked, though? Yeah, no, I locked it up on the RV side because... Uh, With keys inside. No. <laughs> I locked it up in the RV parking just because it's not my car anymore. He's picking it up Friday. Mm-hmm. And I thought about like putting it in the driveway so I could put my truck in there. Yeah. <laughs> but that little paranoia of like, hey, it's now that it's not your car, watch that be the day something happens or something, you know? Oh, yes. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've had left it locked up over there and he's coming to pick it up Friday. So the Cobra race car is gone. No more. Sad to say. Sad to say. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I got it because it was a Cobra, and I kept it because it was going to be the cheaper option for building my race car. Watch, you're going to hit him up and ask him to buy it back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like where it was from. It wasn't so much that this was the car I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. It was more of a financial decision yes. that was smarter to stay with it. Obviously, I didn't follow the smarter decision, <laughs> um, which brings us into our next reason why we were late. <laughs> yes. So you came by the next day because mm-hmm. we were finally going to record. Yes. And I told you, nope, to drive me to San Diego because I am buying a Fox body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And which Fox body was it? I am buying my old Fox body. <laughs> I am buying or you already did? I already did. <laughs> so, um, you know, people who might have known me for a couple of years already, they know I had my blue Fox body. Mm-hmm. That was my baby. That was the car I did a ton of work to. And I stupidly sold uh, two, two and a half years ago or so. Yeah. Somewhere around there, like two, at least two years ago, I think. I sold it to try to venture off into a SVO, which just nightmare didn't work out. And obviously, I ended up with the Cobra, you know? I mean, the SVO was interesting, just the amount of work it needed. It's not so much the amount of work it needed. It was more sourcing out parts for it all the time. The complexity, yeah. Well, it was just hard to find parts. Yeah. It was a fairly easy motor to work on. I mean, I did rebuild the whole top end and get it tuned with the standalone ECU and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it, It's not that complicated of a motor. It's just that sometimes finding parts for it is a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have that problem with pushrod 5.0s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the opportunity kind of presented itself to buy my old Fox body back. Yeah. Originally, I did sell it to, to you know a good friend of mine that had the same vision for the car I had when I had it. Yeah. And I finally went back and go went to buy it, and I honestly could not be happier. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. 
But we were late because on its maiden voyage home, it decided to shut off. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to. I, I jinxed I it had, for you. I had confidence in the car. <laughs> I didn't. And I had my reasons why. Yeah. But uh, yes, it shut off. And unfortunately, I was only like two miles away from home. And it had drove all the way from San Diego just fine. I knew it was something small. But uh, I did have to get it towed to the rest of the way home, which was sad. <laughs> I kind of hated spending that money, finally getting my car back just to have it show up at the house on a fucking tow truck. Tow truck. It got some interesting attention from the neighbors, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had never met them before, but they already knew of me. <laughs> and they knew where that fox body was going to. Pretty much. <laughs> so... When the tow truck showed up, super cool guy, normally with AAA, they, they don't like dropping it off in driveways or RV parkings or nothing. Or in the garage. Or in the garage. This guy was super cool. He saw the Fox, and he knew that it wasn't just a car I was going to leave outside. Yeah. So he's like, dude, I'll put it in the driveway. Just hush-hush about it. And I'm like, cool. Let's fucking do it. Hush-hush, <laughs> but it's being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say no names, <laughs> but uh, I guess his name as, was Urkel. Yes, <laughs> but I guess as the fox was pulling into my neighborhood, um, one of my neighbors that I've seen them always staring at me, and I was never sure if it was like a "Hey, look at that stare" or like "God, your car's fucking annoying in our, in my neighborhood stare." <laughs> <laughs> but I've always seen them staring. I just never knew if it was a positive or a negative thing. Yeah. But I guess they saw the fox body pulling in, and they immediately went to my house and were like, where they saw it going into, and they saw the Type R and me, and they're like, I knew it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out to be really cool guys, but... Yeah. Yes, I mean, the cars always attracted attention. That's mostly the paint, to be honest. It's always, yeah. it's always been the paint on that car everybody's been in awe about, you know? Yeah. But I did fix the car already. <laughs> It was just uh, in desperate need of an ignition coil mm -hmm. and uh, uh, FT, FTM module. Mm -hmm. So I swapped those out, started right up. I took you for a drive in it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that smell of gasoline. Oh, I love it too. <laughs> but yes, that was the reasoning we were late. Unfortunately, uh, the Fox decided to give me a quick little headache just to welcome me bringing it back home <laughs> after a very long reunion yes very long two years two years and i'm actually glad you know like i knew that was the biggest mistake i ever made selling that car mm -hmm. and it's kind of nice to have it back low-key i did shop around before doing it <laughs> yes you were actually sending me pictures about it yes so i was shopping around before i did committed to buying it back just because I didn't want it to be a total emotional decision. I did want some logic behind it. Mm, so yes, logic. It, whatever. <laughs> Within the same price point, I was shopping around other foxes, but and I could find nice ones. It's just that all of them were pretty OEM. Like, not super nice and clean, but they were decent, good body, good paint, good interior, but just straight factory OEM. Where you would have to like start from the ground up again to for yes, race mods, exactly. like how you already had on the blue one. Yeah, for the blue one, I already had 
you know, I had went through the my own suffrage of buying a donor car, five lug swapping it, um, getting the stronger T5 from the newer car. The roll cage is already in there. It's already gutted out. Like, there's tons and tons and tons of stuff already done to the card. Yeah. Disc brake conversion in the rear. Um, luckily, David, like I said, excuse me, David had a, basically the same vision for the car I did, you know? So he continued on with it and did more upgrades to it, upgraded the radiator. Biggest thing is he did the uh, the wiring harness, which was in desperate need to be done. <laughs> I just hate electrical. I never bothered with it. Yeah. <laughs> so... One, I know the car's history. I know when all the modifications were done to it because mm-hmm. I did most of it. I resealed the bottom end, did the oil pump, the timing chain myself. Yeah. I know how those cylinder walls look and how roughly about how long the, the rebuild was. Mm-hmm. So I have the history on it, and it already had upgrades towards what I want out of the car. Yeah. So after hunting for a while, I... Decided to pull the trigger, and she's back home. Yes. So she will be, be getting built for NASA. Nice. Um, I might track it like that for a little bit before I do the full short long arm. Oh, okay. okay. Just because um, I already have Maximum Motorsports caster camber plates. I already have Bilstein struts and shocks. I already have HRSS springs. Like, I already have suspension on that car. Mm-hmm. I'm going to weld in the subframes and probably run it like that for a little bit to kind of learn. And, you know, because I was kind of talking to somebody and they said that progression in seat time is pretty vital mm-hmm. if I just built it all 100% with that crazy suspension back there, you know? So I'm going to do it just with subframe connectors. Then I'm going to add the pan hard. Then I'll add the torque arm. And once I finally get to that good point, I'm going to go ahead and uh, drop that full uh, K-member and everything and set up for the short long arm. Definitely. Ignore that, Manny. Nobody needs to know. (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's uh, our exit music coming in prematurely because I used a template this time. (laughs) Yes, prematurely. (laughs) But yeah, so my Fox is back. And I'm fucking excited to start getting it track ready again. Nice. Because I think it is due for, obviously, a full tune-up. That's why ignition coil was just done. <laughs> as long and, as you do everything else in the tune-up. Yeah. No, I'm going to do everything on the tune-up. I'm going to do all the ball joints, control arms, spindles, bearings. Just get everything nice and fresh on it. And I should be ready to start taking that one out. And at least if I'm going to put a bunch of money into a car, I'm putting it into the car that I've wanted. Mm -hmm. The car that I've had forever. You know what I mean? Definitely. So it's back. We're reunited. I'm fucking happy as hell. (laughs) Nice, nice. I'll probably be taking it out to uh, Frank's uh, Vinyl Lab event coming up. Ah, yes. This Saturday. Yes. October 3rd. Yes. I'll be in Vegas. Well, I'll be over there. (laughs) We'll put that in the... uh, the Instagram post for the episode, too, to see if we can get some people out there as well. Yeah. But, yeah, that is the reason why we were late. We will try not to let it happen again, but sorry, it was for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Manny? I mean, honestly, I don't have any updates, honestly. It's been pretty much quiet. Okay. 
Well, then with that, let's call this an episode, Manny. Definitely. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can find us now that the intro music is gone at uh, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have an email, uh, or not an email, but we do have an email, right? Yep. Uh, well, we do have a website where you can check out uh, check us out. We have merch, t-shirts, apparel, stickers. You do have t-shirts, right? I do, but uh, uh, it's still not up and going yet. I mean, t-shirts don't walk. No, I meant the uh, merch side of the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we do have a website. You can check us out at unacceptedpod.com. Yes, and be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend. And if you have any questions, you guys want to email us, send an unaccepted rev. You can send us an email at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, not Thursday, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cue music. <laughs> <laughs>